Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. We're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And we're together now, Sarah. I know. It's so exciting. Uh, reunited. I yeah. mean, <laughs> so excited to be seeing you face to face, not just on a little Zoom. You know, oh my God, I know. It's recharging. It is It is great. It is great. I mean, I'm so excited to talk about this documentary that we're talking uh, about today. Truly bonkers. I mean, well, it's so funny because when I, I did not know when I was like bad, I thought it was going to be a lot of vegans confessing to eating meat. So I was thrown off at the get-go. And you were like, wait, why didn't they contact me? <laughs> yeah, I know. Never me. But every time there was Domino's, I would eat Domino's. I'd be like, uh, I don't blame like, you. Their cheese is fake. Oh, and I mean, it's full circle because Domino's is involved in this documentary. And I don't oh. blame her because I'm like, you tell me Domino's cheese is from a cow. No. Yeah, it's sus. That's very sus. The sauce is sus. It's delicious. I want it right oh, now. Yeah. But in no way, shape, or form. So I'm not going to blame her for that. But no, this documentary, everyone is talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. It's one of those things. I really will say, I haven't gotten a rush like this since Tiger King. I mm. think I, this might be a hot take, but to me, it's like new Tiger King just dropped because it was like a wild ride from start to finish. It was exactly like Tiger King. I pressed play. I was like, let's see what this is about. And like, I'm like, screw. I, I watched this on the plane back. Um, and I was just like, Oh my God, like in my seat, like yeah. out loud, the people next to me are like, what is this girl well, doing? Cause you know what I love? And it's so, you're so on the money with it being Tiger King-esque, A, cause animals are involved, but B, <laughs> you have a bunch of employees just dragging their boss yes. for literal filth. Oh and God. I loved that. Cause it was kind of like everyone's like confessional moment where it's like all these people were so annoyed at her and like about everything. And they're like, let me tell you about this girl. Every single person. It was like oh mini Zolas everywhere. Every single person except for the one guy. This was crazy. My friend actually texted me. She was like, I need to find a friend who will loan me $2 million, oh. never do shit about it, and then like say really nice things about me in a documentary. That honestly, I'm like, what tape do you have of him, Sarma? No, seriously. <laughs> like, but, but of course he drew the line at being a character witness for her yeah. because we all have our standards. But I'm like, Jeff. I feel like the only Bro. reason he didn't do the character witness is because he was like, I'm in Florida. I'm not going to fly. Yeah, it's nice I feel I feel like also he's just like too rich to bother to drag her. Uh, he's like, what's two million for me? Like, I don't care. That's actually. Yeah. And she I feel like I always thought I was like because in, in the documentary, uh, I just kept on thinking, oh, my God, she must be so rich. And also, I just maybe I'm stupid. Every <laughs> person who has like a chic restaurant. I'm like, you're famous and rich. Right. And because she gave that appearance, because we can she break we can break it down and everything. Because she was like smoozing with the best of them. Oh yeah. So I'm like, you can't be overdrafting if you're hanging out with Owen Wilson. I mean, maybe he might be the like the one celebrity <laughs> that you could overdraft with, like him and Adam yes. Sandler in a fun oh, way. Yeah. But you know, like she really had the appearances going, and I think maybe she just kept on fooling him, and he has too much pride to admit how fooled he was. That's I my could thing about see. Him. I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean. I don't know. We have a lot of theories, but we're going to try to get into the facts. Yes. It's really a wild ride, guys. Oh, so buckle God. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll start at the the sort of beginning. Um, Sarma Melangailis, who is pretty much the main 
character lady in all this. Mm -hmm. uh, she grew up in Newton, Massachusetts and graduated from UPenn in 1994. Big deal. We, lo we love that. I feel like any person lady. who went to her, they would be like, we're in UPenn. Like, I feel like we have to say that or else we'll get dragged for it because people love to say they went to Wharton. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying. Well, it's just a UPenn business school, well, that's, which is Warden. Warden, you, you have never, oh my God, you have never been to Murray Hill because they would just shout it from the rooftops. Like, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. like it's like NYU and people are like, actually Tish? And you're like, I don't, okay. <laughs> I, hey, where's your diploma? Show me the diploma. Yeah. Right? So yeah, shout we, okay, out. Okay, yeah. so she went to Warden. But maybe Warden doesn't want to be associated with this girl, but now mm, they are. <laughs> yeah, too, too bad, for better or for worse. She worked at a couple investment firms for a few years, one of them being Bain Capital, um, I think, before quitting and then going to culinary school. There she or then she met a star chef in New York City by the name of Matthew Kenny, and they started dating. Side note: His restaurants are good. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Maybe now they're scammy, but I don't know. Double Zero in East Village. Okay, amazing. I'm adding it to my list. I, I would love to Preface go on. It a is vegan and very vegan, so like grain of salt because there's no salt. Oh, but yes, grain of salt, no salt, no seasoning, no just seasoning. vegetables. <laughs> yeah, which you can season vegan food. He just chooses not to sometimes. Interesting. But they did open up eventually a restaurant called Pure Food and Wine in 2004. And it served raw vegan food. And I have to ask Danny, I know this is a dumb question, but like literally they don't cook it. It. So like, what are you guys eating? Like a crudite platter for it, like $75? Oh, so you've been. <laughs> That's the vibe of it. Because I actually, I can't remember if I went to this restaurant or this other one, Dirt Candy, that yes, kind of I've is like it. Yes, I've seen that on Instagram. But it's legit lasagna that's just like zucchini stacked with like white dollops of I don't even know, I think like a cashew uh -huh. situation. Nothing is cooked, like you can't have anything over 175 degrees. And I love hot food, so it right. really doesn't vibe with me. And like my vegan, when I was vegan, I liked, you know, like French fries or like melted shit all together. But For sure. they are like, you have like a carrot, just like five carrots on a plate and drizzled. So it's not good, but it's <laughs> why I think celebrities loved it because A, they're always on eat. crazy diets. Yes. B, it gives us a lore and everything like that. And also in 2004, being vegan, I'm like, that's kind of like. Yes, that it was, was weird. It was like when Madonna was like, I'm, I do Kabbalah now. We're like, okay, every, yes. every celebrity now has their trend and vegan was a trend in 04. Interesting. Okay. Cause yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. I like vegan food. It's good. I love a, a beatnik moment, but Ooh. I'm like, if you can't even cook it, like how many. No. How many food combinations can you have? And also how good can it be? There seems to be, to me, there, there's gotta be like a limit. Yeah, there's sometimes when it's it, it's done well, but it is what it is. You yeah, know, it's okay. not like ha 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 in the city, which is so good. Cause that's just like, oh, vegan Mexican been. food is like, ooh, delish. Their nachos, I bring all my meat eaters there. Cause I'm, I just like stand on the street. I'm like the prostitute for the place. I'm just like, come in, have a bite. You'll love it. It's so good. Not Danny like has a sandwich board being like, come in. <laughs> Eat my fake meat. Yes, Everyone's yes. like, why am I arrested? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So interesting. That's good to know. I mean, whatever the reason it, it became like this sensation, celebrities would eat there. We got Tom Brady, which is not a surprise because the man doesn't eat tomatoes. So he would be at a raw vegan restaurant and my boyfriend you know, broke up with me for that slander. <laughs> Why doesn't he eat tomatoes? I don't know. They're, you know. they're on some weird diet where they don't eat like nightshades or whatever. Probably to max. I think, and I'm afraid to say his name because like, I don't have the energy for like, if I, Joe Rogan tells people not to eat tomatoes. So maybe uh, it's the same thing. I don't know why. Someone told maybe. me that once and I was like, I need to not complain. Yeah, it's all a scheme by Big Tomato. <laughs> BTS, big tomato situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, but in any case, so they had all the celebs. They had our two faves. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> guys, get ready. Alec and Ilaria Baldwin, they met there. I think we all, because I had to jump to the Facebook group when this happened. I was like, yes. we need to talk about 
the fact that this is where they met, yep. I screamed. I was like, this is a documentary for the time that we are living in. I know. <laughs> I need a spin-off documentary about like how her scam, her Spanish scam originated in this very place. It really is. I, I almost want to like donate to get this place reopened because it is now a cultural Same. institution. <laughs> Same. <laughs> not oh going to God. though because my money's not going to go to it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Um, I think what's kind of crazy is that Alec tried to hit on Sarma like a few times, um, both privately and publicly on Twitter. Back in then, though, I feel like nobody realized that, like, oh, people can read my tweets. For sure. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> he's oh, like, this come is over just to kinda... my apartment, like his literal address, like buzz the key. And he's like, wait, it's online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he would literally be like, oh, I'm coming to Pure Food and Wine for the food, but also for Sarma. And yeah. it's like, okay. Um, I guess also Alec Baldwin didn't realize voicemail save. He has to learn facts. a lot about technology. Yeah, no, he's not. Oh, God. <laughs> But now here's my question. Do you think, and maybe we'll get into this later, would she have been better off just okay, being without? Okay, that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think she would have been better off if she'd just gotten with Alec Baldwin instead of this fucking loser. But also, I mean, I never give a lot of sympathy to Alec, but I mean, I don't really care about it. But like, yeah. he does not know, he only can fall for scammers. Because if he would have, mm, if he would have gone with maybe Sarma. Maybe she would have drained she, his money. Yeah, the when thank like, I mean, he would have keep kept on making money because he yeah. was also not a scammer. So it would have the money just would have kept on coming. She would have opened up all these different raw food places with yes. his money, and he'd be like, "Wait, why am I losing ten million? I'm like, maybe taxes." And then keep going. <laughs> no, I think she would have been way better off. Oh, I don't know about yeah. him, but she kind of curved him. But this is like an epic swerve. She told him to get a dog instead, oh. and would like email him links to these dogs, which is truly like. Chef's kids. It's so good. Yeah. I'm like, don't try that at home unless you're that ballsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she ended up getting a dog, a pit bull, who she renamed Leon. And Leon is low-key a main character, so keep oh, him in mind. Major player. Lovely. He, Leon is how I got super invested because I was like, who does this? I don't know. Who's Sarma? And I'm like, okay, Leon, I'm hooked. Yeah, right. Because I need to know where it ends for Leon. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So five years after the restaurant opened, Sarma and Matthew broke up and they tried to keep working together, but it just wasn't working out. So uh, Matthew left the restaurant and Sarma bought out his steak. Um, Not meat steak. Just yes, just yes, just his uh, uh, part of the restaurant. Yes. So um, then a little bit later, she kind of wanted to own the restaurant outright. Um, the owner was this guy, Jeffrey Chodoro, who we kind of talked about, mm. who just, you know, he, he's a good person to invest in because apparently he doesn't care about like recouping his debts if he likes you. I gotta find investors. Yeah, yeah. just because I feel like it's just like, well, it also kind of reminded me of like Anna Delvey in a sense where it's like, oh, you just like say buzzwords to rich people and they're like, sure. Yeah, no facts. <laughs> facts. So she she ended up uh, buying the restaurant outright, but she had to go into a lot of debt in order to own it. But more on that later. Um, so back to like Al the Alec Baldwin of it all. <laughs> so... In addition to like Sarma and Alec Baldwin's Twitter relationship, there was this kind of other guy who was like, honestly, just a celebrity reply guy yeah. who focused on Alec a lot. And he had a lot of Twitter handles, but um, he went by Mr. Fox, notably. Mr. Fox. Yes, yes, but he had at least three other handles that were dedicated to just like replying to celebrities' tweets. And he had uh, 50,000 Twitter followers, which in like, you know, mid 2000s is a lot. You know what? And I'm not. There's so many names I'm not going to say because I don't want to like, there's a certain Twitter personality mm -hmm. that doesn't really tweet anymore that reminds me so much of this guy. Oh, is it and the you, person mm -hmm, who the, got exposed? Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we're talking about the same person. Yeah, and if you think you know, uh, DM not in a droop crime. Yes. It's when I was watching this, I was like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. personality who's sort of a journalist, but sort yes. of like a professional hater with the old slash school, takedown. With a photo from 12 years ago, so looks yes. so different okay, and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Interesting. We could do an episode on that. I think probably awesome. Scam Goddess has. Scam but Goddess definitely did. And Love yes. it. Okay. So he had 50,000 followers, so Sarma kind of assumed he was legit. I mean, to his credit... He was also followed by Chrissy Teigen and Cory Booker in addition to the Baldwins. So, I oh, I mean, Cory Booker is one thing, I guess. He, I'm like, followed by, like, so established. Like, followed by Chrissy Teigen and Alec Baldwin. Like, who is, like, I'm like, yeah. it's also like, but like, then there's people that are like, Obama follows me. I'm like, he doesn't know. Obama's not on his Twitter. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so weird. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if he bought the followers, but I'm like, celebrities did follow this guy. Well, but also, his ratios likes to. Yeah. We're, we're I also know Chrissy is someone where if someone keeps on tweeting it, like, follow me, follow me, please. She's like, I'll follow you to yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> I know like, people who have care. gotten to get followed by Chrissy Teigen with that method. That's totally fair. I should try that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and here's here's something that's like so funny to me. So the Baldwins, like, they kind of seemed like they were like online friends with this guy. Like they referred to him as Enrique, which is just classic Hillary. God, oh my God. Yeah, and they would like regularly plug his tweets. So in October, 2011, Hilaria tweeted, I created a name for you, Enrique, since you are no longer Todd. I don't know what that means. And Harry isn't your real name. We go for the Spanish version. Okay. Girl, she Her really, grift. she foreshadowed. Yeah. Her grift has already started, friends. She tried to do an MLM for her appropriation. She's like, no, I give you a Spanish name. Now you give someone else a Spanish name. Oh my God, name, yes. And then we will uh, all be Spanish. Yes, in like 10 rounds. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah. And she told Vanity Fair, at the beginning, it seemed like this fun thing. He seemed nice. He used to make us laugh. Okay. Yeah. So then in 2011, Sarma and Mr. Fox, I see that in air quotes, start talking online. And he struck up this flirtation with Sarma by kind of tweeting things about animal rights and dogs. Hey, he knows. I mean, he, he knows. Did, yeah. He did a little bit of research and he also guessed the meaning behind her dog's name, which impressed her. But she literally wrote about it on her public blog. This. Oh, my God. That's like if someone like posts an Instagram story of brunch and the guy's like, oh, I hope your eggs are good. She's like, you know, I got eggs. Exactly. <laughs> He's know, like, wow. The eggs Benedict right in front indicated that. Baby. Right. He but knows whatever me signs so well. you need. To, yeah, no, my man knows me so well. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so then in uh, November 2011, Sarma tweeted, Mrs. Fox be in love with Mr. Fox can't be helped. I hate it so much. Oh, and like during this time too, we have to bring up, they played words with friends, which oh, really yeah. shook me to my core. I forgot, kind of want to bring it back, but. I gotta say, I got back into it during like the pandemic. I it's, was very was into it. It was. But I also know it's a thing too, where I'm like, who the fuck is playing with me? But she's like, my man, Mr. Fox is playing with me. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, wow, he has such a good One of my mom's friends is convinced that like the, Ryan from the OC, the actor yeah. plays with her on Words with Friends. And I'm like, maybe, DJ but Novak? also don't give him. Oh, from the OC. Oh, the OC. The guy oh. who's like. What? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, he plays. And I'm like, mom, tell your friend not to give him any money. Because yeah, he doesn't facts. need it if it is true. That is so funny. Oh, my God. So Sarma and Mr. Fox first met in person in New York in late November 2011. And from the Vanity Fair article that kind of came out, I think it was like 2016 when it came out, it was by the same journalist who's like prominently featured mm -hmm. in the documentary. Um, it does seem like at least in the beginning, their relationship was sexual. Mm -hmm. So um, Sarma alleged that at first at, at the first meeting, um, she told Mr. Fox that she was ovulating. OK, not a good vegan to bring up eggs on the first date. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Oh, but. my God. Yeah. Also, like weird way to say it. Um, <laughs> She basically said that so that he would like know that he shouldn't 
finish inside her, but he did. Mm-hmm. Um, his attorneys deny this happened. And this I, is like, something. I also imagine, like, like, I'm sure she didn't say it while they were having sex, but she just, I'm ovulating. I'm like, he's not paying attention. Like, like, girl, just, yeah. He's like, oh, is that a euphemism for orgasm? Yeah. He's like, oh, were you, did you only have a V? You didn't have an R, so you couldn't say that in words with oh friends? Oh, my God, You had right? to go ovulating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so here's what's interesting, because they don't talk about this in the documentary, but Sarma um, told Vanity Fair that she got pregnant hmm. and had an abortion in January 2012. And what? She says that when she terminated the pregnancy, their relationship fall, fell apart, which is interesting because the documentary just kind of chalks their breakup up to her being mad about like his lies because um, he had like promised her money um, and it never materialized. So that is a really large oversight of the documentary. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I wonder if she didn't want to talk about it. Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, what the deal was, because I kind of feel like. They didn't seem to press her very hard on things she didn't want to talk about. I feel they were just kind of shocked that she did it. <laughs> they were yeah. just like, we're just going to ask what she could ask. Yeah, we could ask. Yeah. So then they end up getting back together. Oh. And so now if you'll recall that she owed this $2 million to Jeffrey Chodoro because she bought the restaurant outright. So Anthony basically told Zarma he had so much money, he was going to give her the $2 million so she wouldn't be indebted to Jeff anymore. And she started asking her lawyers, like, if he gives me this $2 million, do I have to pay taxes on it? And the way Sarma kind of says it in the documentary was that she married him so he could give her this money tax-free because the lawyers were like, well, just marry him. That would be easier. And they were kind of joking. And she was like, okay. Can I say? I would not blame her. I mean, that moment, I'm like, if someone's going to give me $2 million, I'm like, sure, we'll go to the courthouse. Not I mean, the best move. I'm not saying it's the right. right. It's not right, but it's okay. As I'm like, you got to get like a little... Not like a proof of life, yeah. but you need you need to yeah. have like a little taste of what's to come. Yes. And it can't just be like, oh, I'm going to drop cash everywhere. Yeah. Like, you need to know this guy has the money if you're going to marry someone. What I'm saying is if I was blonde and had abs, I would be a scammer. But okay, facts. <laughs> and that's just the truth. So I can't <laughs> totally, I mean, that type of scam, they're all okay with me, but yes. Yes, yes. I love at the end of the doc, the, we can get to, the Vanity Fair guy was like, well, who's the real scammer between the two? I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they got uh, married in this like very low-key secretive ceremony. Um, their marriage license was filed in December 2012, and her family and friends didn't even know about this marriage. And in 2013, Sarma brought him on as a manager of Pure Food and Wine, and that's when people kind of noticed mm-hmm. a shift. She used to be like very responsive, very involved in the restaurant, and once she kind of brought this guy in, she starts falling off the grid. Yeah, so it, like everyone, because the that was the thing at the beginning of this restaurant starting, people loved her. Yeah, she was like they felt like it was a family. Everyone was really connected. Then things all started to shift when Anthony was here. So we got to talk a little bit about this guy. Oh, yeah. So uh, Shane Fox's real name was Anthony Strangis. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on. That's a red flag right there. <laughs> I like, because that's what I was like. I couldn't believe that is his last name. Yeah. Strangest things. Yeah. Exactly. And that should have been the documentary. Been, yeah. And he had a record. And it was like so many of the coworkers. Yeah, like they deep and also I'm like that is commit that shows the I, I don't I don't know if this is just the deep connection that a lot of maybe like restaurants feel with people like they love this girl and they wanted the best for her. Yeah. So like when their boss was switching, they weren't like, oh, she's just in a mood. They're like, what's going on? We need to yeah, learn more about Yeah, they're guy. like, who is this creeper? So he had an ex-wife in Florida who was in the documentary and a child whom he allegedly abandoned. Here's the thing that I wanted to say, because there was this Russian guy um, who oh, was, I, I loved him. Loved, loved him. the Russian guy. But I will say, like, he 
he finds out not too late to kind of turn things around that Anthony has this like ex-wife he's abandoned. Yeah. And like in the documentary, he doesn't say that he ever told Sarma. So I'm like, why the fuck were you sitting on this crucial information? I know. Well, I feel like he said he would try to tell Sarma things and she would just not listen. I could. Yeah. And also I love too, like whenever he would talk, he's like, yeah, people go to prison. Like he's like, yeah, like I'll hang out. He's like, I know he's scamming me, but I'm going to go to a nice hotel. And I'm like, I mean, he's hey, along for same. the ride. Yeah. yeah, I would be along for the ride too, as long as I don't have to like get my hands dirty, you <laughs> oh, know? Exactly. No, squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, so he was also uh, charged with impersonating a police officer in Florida, though these charges were later dropped. Uh, maybe he said he was just in costume at Disney. Uh, this had to do with Anthony allegedly carrying around his father's police badge. Yeah, his his dad is also like a whole sketchy character that this <laughs> yeah. really just scratched the surface on. I know. I feel like they could do a part two. Just more oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if they have it because they only did four episodes too. That'd be curious. Right. Uh, he abandoned his wife in 06 and she could not even locate him to sign divorce papers. That's so crazy. It's given Noella in OC. Uh, and <laughs> she had to put out a notice in the local paper. That is like insane. <laughs> like it's like truly between like penile implants and like what? a CVS discount. That's I feel like the only thing that gets ads in newspapers. Oh, I see. I see. Oh and my it's gosh. just like this main picture. Like, have you seen my man? No, right. And our one lady paper. who would like put out ads in the paper to lure husbands to her farm <laughs> oh, to kill them. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. TBT. TBT. Where's the doc on her? Yeah. Uh, he told Sarma that he was an ex Navy SEAL slash black ops. You know how they can just say those. You can talk over words with friends. Right. By the way, I was in black ops, uh, but also that he had a lot of money. I mean, if you, I don't, I don't know if you can tell us this, but like if you were involved in the military and have insight, DM us and not know the true crime, because my thought is, I feel like if you're doing like secretive government shit, like you can't tell anyone. No. I mean, at least the Tinder Swindler said he worked at Diamonds. Or right, I'm like, right. okay, okay, I'm like, I, I buy it, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you work for the Navy SEAL, damn us your salary and like everything about well, it. Well, like, I did check what a Navy SEAL salary is, um, but I found it on a website called Compare, Comparably. You're like on Glassdoor. Glassdoor. <laughs> Glassdoor for the government. Reviews of Navy SEAL, one star, very dangerous. <laughs> Like, five stars room. great clout yeah. i don't know in between um but no i mean it, apparently their median salary is like seventy six thousand dollars um it can go up to 425k but even if he's at the top end that's good money but you're not like swimming in millions yeah in unlimited riches no and also so, the daily beast was never able to confirm whether he was even in i mean I'm, sh I'm sure i'm sure he wasn't i'm, I'm sorry i'm but. sure he went to SeaWorld and saw a seal while he was in florida <laughs> But that and maybe was wearing old navy, but that does not make a navy seal. Yeah, you can't right. connect those dots. No, you're right. Oh my god. <laughs> and I mean, things for them just started to go down and more downhill below the dirt her vegan food was grown in. Because in 2014, and this is when everybody, rightfully so, started to be like, "Okay, Sarma, what the fuck is going on?" Paychecks for the restaurant workers started to bounce, and I mean, they are there like working so much. They were also taking on more responsibility the more and more she was becoming uh, detached from right. reality in the world. And they had also like expanded to another juice bar that had like one lucky dog one lucky, or one, one lucky, lucky duck. duck. One lucky duck. I know, she had a really cute sweatshirt from there. I wanted, but now oh, I feel no. like it's weird to wear. No, I think it's like ironic and fun okay. now. I like it. I like get like <laughs> I get arrested. I'm like, no, I'm not associated. I just like merch. I really <laughs> right. like. I just merch. like the merch. <laughs> but so why were these checks bouncing? Oh. Because Sarma was giving Anthony all of her money. That's like when they flashed, they did like a montage, like kind of like, you know how like in Princess Diaries, it's a montage of like her like changing into the princess. This montage was Oof. her just signing 
20,000, 50,000, yes. 30,000. So crazy. The backstory on this in Bad Vegan, Sarma claims that Anthony. <sighs> it's really hard to believe you guys. We're trying to reserve. You know, men. and because I, I mean, I love my animals. So, and I love my dogs. So I would, if my chihuahuas asked me for 50 grand, I'd find a way to give it to them. <laughs> you know, I, so I'd get her on that. I would give it to them though. Yes. And yes. also it'd be okay because they would just chew up the check because they eat paper. So I would know I'm like, <laughs> I would never, through. I would never be owed have to owe that money. That money would never come out of anywhere. It would all work out. So Sarma claims that Anthony told her he was essentially this otherworldly being with unlimited riches who had the power to make her dog immortal and et cetera. Yeah. Okay. I know. And I mean, I will say Leon was cute. So he was cute. Uh, is it bad though? Like, I feel like the whole documentary, I was kind of waiting for the dog to die because I assumed that would be like a big catalyst. Oh, I really did think that would for be like something. Her like, I kind of thought that was going to be the end of it. The of way like, or how she finally snapped out of it. But then I realized, like, oh, snapped. dogs live for a long time. The every, you're like, and then I forgot dogs are immortal because I gave 50 grand to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I thought something would happen on this documentary, the diff another thing happened. I was exactly. Like, Damn, all right, this got me on my toes. Yeah. So in this, Vanity Fair article that really, like Sarah said, the guy was in it, really the source of truth for a lot of the documentary. The quote is, he told her that Leon had been his dog in a previous life. They'd all been headed toward one another for a thousand years. Oh my Good God. Christina Perry song. Through <laughs> past lifetimes. And if she did as he said, among the things I'd be granted, uh, Sarma said, Leon would also be immortal and safe to be my by side for eternity. My biggest hot take for this, mm. whenever people are like, I want to live forever, I'm good. <laughs> Why do I want to be 500? <laughs> I'm like, has, and like, she's vegan. She should know about climate change more than any of us. I'm like, do I really want to be like, just like sweating with nothing around, just like bur everything burning? I'm good. Sorry, great, great grandkids so everywhere. Oh my God. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because like, the ex-wife was saying like, yeah, I mean, it, it is ridiculous. But like when someone's saying like, I've loved you forever. I loved you in a past life. You kind of fall for it. And I'm just like, I guess. But for me, like I remember I went on a date with this guy and just started talking about like, oh, yeah, I'm just looking for someone with like good energy. And I was like, nope, I'm out. No. Oh, my God. You're like, no. Vibes, you got energy. Uh-uh. <laughs> and also you're like, I don't have good energy, so yeah, you no. don't want that. And I don't know what you want to do with my energy. Exactly. I don't I even know. Energy, it so. goes really close to like Viola Bud with Angie Jolie. It's like really too close to that. Yeah, no. One of my favorite parts of the documentary. <laughs> he said that, you know how like John Mayer has that song, My Body is a Wonderland? Anthony's yep. uh, reply song is My Body is a Meat Suit. So he <laughs> said, my favorite, the I think it was the manager. Yes. She was like on the floor. She was raffling. We're bringing back the word raffle. If we're talking words with friends, we're talking raffling. She was full raffle when they were like meat suit, like Lady Gaga. And they're like, no, baby. Yeah, they go, have you heard about the meat suit? And she's like, Lady Gaga. Yeah, so and they're like, never mind, never mind. And it's like, you can't just say, have you heard about the meat suit? And then try to move on. Yeah, yeah you're like, no, we have to take like, two steps back and dissect that like science class in the meat. <laughs> so he said that he may have been intentionally gaining weight as a test to see if Sarma would stay with him. I remember one of the texts is like, I don't want to do this, but I'm getting, I want to be as repulsive as possible to see if you're really committed to me, uh, which is now going to be my text that I send to people. Like if I'm right? eating like artichoke pizza at 2 a.m., I'm like, this is a test. Yes. You need to love me. <laughs> and there is one thing, love and flaws and all, but like a uh, meat, like, 
He just makes everything outer worldly. And I'm like, what is going on here? I, I know. It's I mean, we can talk about this in a bit, but it's yeah. it's definitely hard to believe. And also shows he's not also even a good husband, because like if you're just you should be supporting your wife eating all her food and it is quite literally impossible to gain weight while eating a raw food diet. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh my yeah. God. So he also um referred to her as TBH, and he's not being honest. He's calling her my tiny blonde human. Yeah, this part made me just like <clears throat> angry. I mean, as a fellow, I suppose, tiny blonde person. <laughs> You're like, I'm mad because like, that was so my screen name. Right? Oh, you stole it. Um, no, I mean, this was just so fucking disgusting. <gasps> oh, so gross. Oh my God. And he like kept on going on. He said that Sarma could gain access to his quote unquote family, Meredith Marks. Uh, yes, as well. My family. Yeah, my family. <laughs> it's like she like her meat suit is like her chest plate that she wears. Um, as well, if she passed a series of tests. He also claimed people were after him uh, and his quote unquote brother, which is just yeah, like, basically the one one of the people he claimed was after him was his like quote brother, which to me has like big Simon Levive energy. Very, very weird. Yeah. So the brother was supposedly an expert in surveillance. He was secretive. He was violent and connected to mysterious forces. Jesus Christ. Which is just so, so bizarre. And like, like a B, like A-D-E, Anna Delvey energy. Yep. He invented a security expert. This blew my mind in the dock. Yes. That was a little hokey, but like yeah. the way that they did it, but it was interesting. It was very, yeah, very, when like, yeah, then, yeah, because then he was like, Poof. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he invented this guy and like his name in the dot, he was uh, Will. Yeah, uh, with whom Sarma literally gave everything, pass, uh, passwords, everything, baby girl. So literally. Also, way, I will say about this part of the documentary, like it was kind of hokey, but it was interesting because they... The whole time, like this guy Will is talking, I'm like, well, why are you doing this? And then they're like, oh, just kidding. I'm fake. I know. Cause I was like, is you must be getting paid off major, but like he has no money. So I was confused. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this that nah, makes sense. I was like, okay, Netflix editing. Yeah. So yeah. So bank accounts, cell phones, the whole nine yards. My God. And all these tests that uh, she had to pass <laughs> was just giving him money like, at a moment's notice. Oh my God. It's so, uh, I'm so infuriated because. It's like from her perspective, like I'd be infuriated because she like he gives her all this test like he she passes every single one of this test and it's just like never enough. Yeah. You know, oh, and God. it's just like and she never hits her breaking point. No. Or like, her credit limit. Facts. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And also this was pre Venmo. She had to go get back. Like, why? Yeah, she had to, yeah fill out these papers. Call a bank. That's a lot. And um, kind of like how Adele was gutted that she couldn't do her residency <laughs> that I still haven't gotten a refund on. We can talk about that later. Ooh. I mean, I'll, is Adele a scammer? Who knows? Uh, just kidding, uh, Warner, whoever reps her. Uh, <laughs> he said that he would be gutted, uh, aka harmed or kill, if she didn't fork over the money. Honestly, like I just, again, I wanted to punch this guy in the face the entire documentary. <laughs> I would have easily reached a point where I'd be like, okay, good. Like I would have called this bluff. I would have been, yeah, I'm like, go. Like, I'm like, I don't bye. know. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's so, it's so weird too, because all in these moments, I'm like, she's just, is she, how is she now? Like, I have to keep on giving money. And I guess it was just for Leon. Yeah. The dog makes you do really things. Loved yeah. This dog. Uh, but he would also lord this, like, hold this quote unquote family over it's her family. head. Family. Sorry, I'm not over <laughs> <laughs> Repugnant, repulsive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If uh, she didn't give him money or if she started to question him. So basically, yeah. she just had to, like, Shut up and sign checks over. And, and You're like Rihanna, but shut up and sign <laughs> instead <laughs> of shut up and drive. Oh my God, remember her accountant did that to her? 
Yes. Strong oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Where's her dog? Oh, she probably would not want that to be a dog. Nah, right, right. And I love Rihanna too much to talk about it. Uh, this type of domestic abuse, it's called like coercive control because like he really did have a power over her in like a mental way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is like a cult of two, essentially. I mean, that cultish book. Yes. That's the one who taught us that relationship yep. to be cool. Oh my God, that book is really good. I know. I will say they went really in on the brainwashing and like that book was really interesting and changing my mind about the concept of brainwashing like not existing yeah. the way that we think it exists. But I definitely, I mean, you know, manipulation is a strong force. It's real and it's so real. Yeah. So he was also, oh my God, this part like broke my heart. Same. But also I'm like, can we get the genetic tree of Sarma's family? <laughs> Because he not only scanned Sarma, he got her mom, too. <sighs> Gosh. Over the years, sent him over $400,000. So I will give the mom a little bit more credit because he was telling her, like, Sarma is sick. She needs your help. Like, you mm. know, he was kind of. And she'd had issues with, like, an eating disorder. And so she'd had yeah. her own struggles. So he was really using that against the mom. And, like, what mom isn't going to want to, like, help their child? That's, that's real. Yeah. And but I'll, I would also just, I mean, I lo- fucking loved the dad. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> They were like, were you sad that Sarma was going to jail? He was like, nah. <laughs> that's why I knew. I'm like, I don't know. Like, they are Irish to the core. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I need to get, that's why I also need the 23 of me. Because I was such an Irish dad. Like, she's in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she was on the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did but not. I like the sister was so, like, trusted nothing. I don't know why the sister didn't talk to the mom more. I know because the the two of them were like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. not gonna deal with this guy individually. Like that's weird. And the mom was like, sure, I'll just wire you money. And also to the mom, like, like it wasn't like he was like, I need 400 now. It was a slow burn yes. build up of like 10k here, 20k again. Still, I'm like, good for they. I mean, yes, poor totally. one out for their retirement fund. But I'm like, that would have been a great retirement fund. Oh, yeah. I know, so sad. Oh God, and even though. Because what's shocking, because I feel like this is very rare for, I mean, I'm, I'm also speaking out of my asshole, so maybe probably not. Like, the restaurant was very profitable. Or profitable. And no, it I also, was. I, I mean, always, it was making, like, half a million a year. Yeah. And, like, I feel there's so many times, like, businesses, like, they, like, can stay open. But every year, it's, like, a break-even point or something like that. Yeah. And also, or you're in the red for a while. Yeah. And I was talking about, uh, uh, like, in my head, I was talk- I was like, who's I talking about this to? I was like, to myself in the shower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a test for that later. No, um, but I was like, she probably had to, for a raw vegan restaurant, you probably have to buy such nice quality stuff That's and spend true. so much money because it's not like you're like, oh, we'll put in an olive oil and bake it to make it taste good. It's like, this yeah. is fucking it. So you, like, That's you can't, true. You have to get you can't cut corners. So I'm yeah. like, it, she must have cost so much money, but then was still making a profit. And all those profits, though, went to Anthony, and that is why they started to fall behind on the payroll. Yeah, yeah. He'd also, oh my God, like, he would send her to various places, so, like, she went to Rome, if you want. Like, she, like, had her own Lizzie McGuire movie in the saddest way. Facts. She, like, she was sent to Rome for a week by herself, and, like, he just kept being like, you gotta go. And then she- Yeah, you're gonna meet my brother, and then, like, nothing happens. Would go, not tell anyone, just be like, oh, I'm in Rome, and everyone's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, the fuck? Yeah. She also alleged in the documentary that he gaslit her and sexually humiliated her. Uh, for what it's worth, Anthony's attorney told The Post in uh, 2016 that Sarma ran the restaurant into the ground all on her own, and he didn't question where the money was going as long as they were still living the lifestyle. Sure. I don't know. Wait. I don't, yeah, we we saw the wire transfers, dude. Like, yeah. I don't believe that. Anthony's attorney was good. I feel like he had a good attorney from everything I was reading, too. I yeah. guess because he had all Sarma's money to get it. an attorney. Yeah. He got a good attorney. He didn't spend a long time in prison. So, yeah. damn. And Matthew Kenny, TBT, the guy who, Double Zero, the restaurant in the East Village, Sarma dated, started this restaurant with, now left, told Page Six in uh, 2005 
that she'd become physically violent on multiple occasions. Uh, and he was quoted, she'd thrown stools, grapefruits, and phones at me. A very vegan fight, not to be funny, but grapefruits. Uh, she would leave cryptic notes with big kitchen knives stuck into vegetables. Oh, shit. <sighs> she punched me in the head and cut me with her ring. So very intense. And Sarma also uh, denied these claims back in 05 when he first made them. Interesting. So back to uh, 2014 in the late summer, after winning uh, about $164,000 at Foxwood Casino, Anthony's arrested on an outstanding Florida warrant due to violating probation on a grand larceny conviction. Mm, boy. Lots to unpack there. Number one, Foxwoods. I, well, that's what I love because I was like, literally, where is all this money going to? And I was like, oh, he's literally gambling. It's all just go- like that is the most that is the saddest part ugh. and makes me again want to punch him in the face. I literally. <laughs> so um, Anthony's ex, Stacy, claimed that um, this this conviction was due to Anthony selling his father's Jaguar for twenty thousand dollars back in 2005. Also, shouldn't Jaguars? Call- I don't know anything about cars, but I thought Jaguars were expensive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, $20,000 seems like a lot of money to me, I but so. I don't know. I guess I don't know how much cars, thank God I live in a city. because I know. That's, <laughs> Well, I also, I know cars depreciate like the <gasps> second you drive it off the lot, so. That's true, cars you know? and purses. Yeah, um, so Anthony posted a, a cash bond for like a few tens of thousand dollars, um, and this record was likely expunged according to the Daily Beast, but so a month after that, he was telling the Pure Food and Wine employees he was going to buy the restaurant outright, but only in name, and Sarma would continue to run everything. Red fucking flag alert. <laughs> uh, but spoiler alert, this did not happen because, as we know, he has no money. Nothing. Um, he said his money was tied up and paychecks started bouncing again. So then in January 2015, Pure Food and Wine closed because the employees refused to work because they weren't getting paid. And like this got like people were like, this is garnering press too. Like, yeah, it was in like Peter, were, I think, yeah. like Grub Street or whatever. Because like they would like have like signs outside. Yeah, and they like, were picketing. Yeah. Yeah, Sarma was in Rome at this time because Anthony sent her there on this mission to meet his brother. You know. You yeah. Know so she was just like clueless. So she was able to actually. This ra- shocked me. Yeah. This shocked me. Yeah. So she was like, shit, what do I do? Like, I need to reopen the restaurant. She was able to raise close to $850,000 from investors to save the restaurant. And so she partially used that money to pay back wages and other bills. So the restaurant reopens three months later. And according to the Post, Sarma told employees that the money went to care for her sick mother. She told other employees that the missing money like just kind of happened when she switched banks. Like, it's not a thing. That's not banks remain banks because they love to take your money. They're not going to like chase to Bank of America. They're not going to be like, fuck, where did we put 40 grand? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> like, not. They're not gonna know. Yeah. Like, oh, your your <laughs> uh, your fee for switching banks is one point seven million. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine. Um, so then it's around this time where Sarma tells Jeff that she found an investor whom she vetted through Bain Capital where she used to work. Um, and this investor wanted to buy Pure Food and Wine outright. Okay. And that investor's name was a man by the name of Michael Caledonia. And um, here's the plot twist. And this is why Jeff, I'm like, I got to link up with Jeff because True. He, he took this, first of all, like this girl's restaurant has closed, has closed already for a few months. Like she has really been haphazard in making payments. She would just kind of randomly hand him a check sometimes for months, not send him any money. Literally. Um, but but he's still going to take her at her word that this investor uh. exists, like flies to Miami to meet up with him because 
and, and doesn't do any due diligence of his own, which is oh. like nuts to me. Yeah, it could have been like, oh, flights are messed up. And it's like, like why I'll let me he Google fl- yeah. Michael Caledonia. <laughs> yeah, also that. Where I'm like, if this man I'm giving a lot of money to, I'm like, right. let me check him. It sounds now. like a lounge singer's name. <laughs> kind of chic. Yeah, yeah, I love it. But in, in any case, yeah, this guy didn't exist and was just <laughs> Anthony. With so, like an email account that was like Michael Caledonia at Gmail. <laughs> you know he doesn't exist because he didn't have to put any numbers after that email. That's true. He was not Michael Caledonia one. So yeah. that's, I never trust that. Exactly. And obviously the deal never materialized and the restaurant got into money troubles again. <laughs> Just like truly never, never working. And this is when they go on the run. Yes, no Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> oh God, I went to the tour and I had to wait two hours because of thunderstorms. Like, uh, not Beyonce or Jay-Z's Paul. You're just, not having good luck with, with live concerts, I feel like. I do not. <laughs> and it's really hard because I love merch, which we talked about. And not, but that's like, and like, I was like, I spent 20 minutes on the merch line. I was like, cool, we have to wait another hour. Uh, so in May, 2015, just a month before reopening. A month after reopening. Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, so in May, 2015, just a month after reopening, so, like, you would think in this moment, Sarma's like, okay, I'm back. Right. My restaurant is here. I am returning. It's kind right. of like her comeback moment. Her, yep. her like, uh, reputation album, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sarma and Anthony skipped out of town. Uh-oh. They ended up bouncing around to casinos, Foxwoods, and then Vegas. I kind of think they stayed in the same hotel as me. Uh, not at the same time. <laughs> uh, but also, this shocked me, too. And we'll get into probably the end. They were, like, filming themselves randomly in Vegas. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking weirdos. When I started to be like, why are you setting up a camera to be like, Anthony, what are we doing? Like, they're like reading lines. Like, mm. we have to stop the scam. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and then they went to like this tiny little town near Dollywood in Tennessee. I kind of wanted to go to Dollywood. After. Oh, I always want to go to Dollywood. Love it. I love Dollywood. And because wasn't it like they drove from Vegas and they went to New York to get money. Yeah. And then oh, they yeah, went to Tennessee. This was the craziest part. Yeah. They, they started to run out of money. They needed more money. So. Her friend in New York like loans her probably fifty oh, grand again. Too. They didn't. Yeah. They dr- like I thought this was about to be a sting operation. Yeah, same. And honestly, I would have fucking like set it up because they drive to New York to pick up this money and then just drive back. I'm like, <laughs> what? How is this all happening? I'm like, is it because of the bandaid she put on her tattoo? <laughs> I also looked too. Was she that famous? And she's like, I have a bandaid on my tattoo. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm, I think the only chef I could recognize like on site would be like Tom Colicchio. But even then, I would probably confuse him with any bald guy. I was gonna say Gordon Ramsay just because like oh, he'd yeah. probably be shouting. That's true. Okay, no. And I'd sh- be like, I was. I'll say no chef who doesn't have a TV show. I'm not gonna recognize that. That's true. Ina, I would Giada. I would not for a great reason. Me and her had a fight once. <laughs> I really, I'm airing all my grievances today. <laughs> I love this. Adele Giada. Adele Giada. They all are in Vegas too. Right. Maybe, oh. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Maybe your enemy's Vegas. Maybe, but no, a medium told me Vegas is where I'm supposed to always be. <laughs> now I sound like Sarma too a when I know I hear Vegas? that. No. Okay, okay. That's a co-worker's media, a co-worker had a medium in Mississippi <laughs> saying, do you know what Danny, I was the only Danny knew and said, Vegas is good for him. So who knows? Okay, So love maybe that. I'll take over Giada's restaurant and I, it would close down in a minute. I love that. I feel like, wait, this guy, Anthony, said he's going to help me open it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so they skip town all this time. She's like going by a fake name. She's doing all this stuff. Band-aid on her tattoo. because it was. That's the, the thing. It's like she said that she didn't realize that she was on the run, but uh, like you changed your name sweetie. and you covered up your identifying like factors. Yeah, like don't you know what OTR means? Like, right. <laughs> it's also like she still takes issue with the fact that people were saying that she was like on a lamb or on the run or whatever. And it's like, well, then what do you want to call it? Yeah. Because you fucking went ghost and stopped paying your employees again. So... And like, we're avoiding people. So what do you want to call it? And I love in the moment too, she was like, Vegas has really bad vegan food. It's like, 
sure. Like yeah, also when no you're there shit. for nine months, like what? Oh god, I, it's funny because I was I was talking to Casey shouts out, and oh. we're talking we're talking about this documentary actually. And I was like, oh yeah, isn't Vegas like you know you only want to stay there for three days? And she goes, three days, two nights. That's absolutely that- it. Post yes, one. <laughs> Hundred percent. So I can't imagine being in Vegas for nine fucking nine months. months. No offense uh, to anybody that lives there. Oh my! I'm, you know, I'm, me and the medium agree. Vegas is amazing. So no offense, literally, but it's just a lot. But when you're living in a hotel on the Strip, yeah, like, that's, that's too much. much. No. <laughs> um, so Sarma, throughout all of this, was still giving Anthony money, and the workers stopped getting paid again. Yeah. And this is really what pissed me off about her, too. Because I'm like, your workers are really... Because they all went to work at another vegan restaurant nearby. But when it reopened, they were like, okay, we love Sarma. We love, like, the community we built at her restaurant. So we're going to go back. And now they started not getting paid again. So they did try to save the restaurant hosting potlucks and making it cash only. So the money couldn't go into Sarma's account. But obviously, like, this didn't work. Because, like, you can't... They can't pay themselves and also... The restaurant without all the funds from Sarma and everything like that. Like, it's just I impossible. mean, good attempt. Good, att- honest, no, very noble attempt. So, in July 2015, so like two months later, Pure or like three months, Pure Food and Wine closed again after failing to make payments. Eventually, the investors, because lest we forget, like this got to reopen because she was able to generate a yep. lot of money, I'm sure, on the good faith of the restaurant and its success in the past. Yeah. They started to get pissed that they've essentially been stolen from. So, they filed a lawsuit and got the authorities involved. Finally. All in all, Sarma sent Anthony over $1.7 million throughout the Good years. fucking lord. And wasn't it in total he made like $6 million, He had like $6 million scam or something like that at the end of the doc? I think. Oh, I, I don't know. I guess, well, he got the 400000 from her mom. Yeah, and then maybe from all the other, I think there was something like that, yeah. And But like the thing is, like all this money was in one ear out the other slot machine. He Seriously. spent $1 million at Foxwoods. Oh, because even the Russian guy was like, the man was such a bad gambler. He only did the slots. Because I remember he was like, you can't win. Like, you go to the slot machine if you want to spend a dollar and like, okay, I'm going to lose. Or like, you win like $4. It's like, there's no um, science of gambling or betting behind yeah, the slot machine. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's like all, he, he just like to do the little. I feel like if somebody gave me $10,000, like I'd be trying my hand at blackjack. But not with my own money because I don't want to lose it. I know. Oh, yes, exactly. No, 100%. He spent around, on top of the $1 million at Foxwoods. That is the real crime. Yeah. I'm like, you spent a million fucking dollars at Foxwoods Casino? Again, no shade, but like a million. But shade. But shade. Shade shade to him. Yeah. Uh, 200K at Mohegan Sun, which I have to say that it is fun. Uh, 80,000 at Rolex, which makes sense. And like, I'm like, okay, at least the Rolex, I'm like, at least you have stuff. Stuff, yeah. Stuff that you can like show for all this money that you grifted. Yeah. And like, whatever. And 10K and Ubers, which I I was gonna say, like, I'm not gonna break down, I'm not pulling out my app. I don't know over the years how much I have spent on Uber, but I'm gonna let that one stay. And we did that with our own money, so shouts out to us. That's actually true. (laughs) Shout out to us and our poor planning. Um, And 80K on fancy hotels. Good lord. God. The hotels, I'm like, okay, at least that's an experience. But the gambling is just so I'm also very risk averse, guys, and I'm not obviously oh, not I a don't... big gambler, but I'm like, uh, yeah. oh God, you're really just throwing money away. Just light it on fire instead. I'm sure he probably did that. I'm sure he spent five grand on just lighting it on fire. <laughs> oh my God. But obviously their time on the run or not on the run, I don't really care what you want to call it, <laughs> came to an end.
So on May 10th, 2016, they are arrested after about a year, which also is interesting because I'm like, I don't remember hearing about this at all, but like we were very cognizant in 2016, you know? Uh, there was, I think, bigger, bigger stories we were dealing That's with. Very, very true. I'm not like, ooh, what's happening in the vegan world? I'm like, what is happening in our society? That's, that is true. That is true. So the police eventually are tipped off to Sarma and Anthony's location in a Tennessee hotel after Anthony Ooh. ordered Domino's pizza and wings to their room using his name. Two for pause idiot. here. One, the veganism to the Domino's, even though I still stand by a bad look, two, wings from Do What? I don't know, but like, listen, here's Four, the thing. What? I know, but here Also, you're in Tennessee. Isn't like, don't they have like actual places where you can get like barbecue? quality barbecue and everything? You yeah. think, you think. But God. Here's the thing, though. The media at the time went crazy because, like, Sarma's this famous vegan that she'd ordered the pizza, but she didn't order it and she didn't eat it. Like, she didn't eat. The, the, in fact, the whole time she'd been eating like, vegan bowls not? from Chipotle, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. She's like, I was just sitting in the parking lot with a Chipotle friend for a Right. I mean, hey. like, I mean, he was fun. He was fun. So Sarma was sent first to Sevier County Jail and then to Rikers. This is kind of funny to me. She asked for a vegan diet at Rikers, but was denied. Yeah, Rikers no can't even shit. keep people alive. Yeah. Like, they are not giving you a vegan meal. And also, baby, like, yeah, like, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was facing up to 15 years in prison on charges related to fraud and grand larceny mm -hmm. because of the sum that she kind of fleeced from these investors. So on May 10th, 2017, she pleaded guilty to charges of grand larceny, criminal tax fraud, and a scheme to defraud and was sentenced to, wait for it, Four months in prison. Like, what is that? I mean, peak white privilege. Literally, I, this, I mean, yeah. And like her, like, uh, even when she talked about prison, she was like, no, I think I really convinced some guards to go vegan. And it was a great, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> Like, that's like every episode, I just, my tolerance of her went down and down and down. Because I'm like, yeah. there is no remorse, no nothing, where she's like, not even like, only up to like, fuck, my, like my, employees or anything and then she's like wait police where's my dog they're like you're not gonna get your fucking dog in prison like yeah no. what do you think this is yeah i will i will say like i felt sympathetic to her up to a point mm. because there was like a point where the way that she tells it she knew that this money was not coming back to her like yeah. she knew that this was not real and anthony was just making shit up but like she kept giving him money even she after she knew that like Wait, and to talk about like this white girl going to prison, what did she do while preparing for prison? Started her own documentary. Oh yeah. That was the part that pissed me off when she was like walking with Leon at a park and she's like, this is the park I like. And they're like, why did you film this? And she's like, well, in case someone wanted to make a documentary about me. It's like, get the fuck off. Well, that, well then she's, what she scammed us all. Yeah, she scammed us all. But that's why I... Yeah, I that's why that. I don't like Michael Peterson because when he's preparing for his murder trial, mm -hmm. he's like, oh, let me hire a documentary crew. I'm like, that's fucking it's sketch. Because so, I'm like, did you, Sarma, did you realize when you were on Fake Not The Run, were you like, okay, there's something here? I think so, I think so. So here's another plot twist that was not covered in the documentary. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, in January 2019, the Post reported that they reviewed explicit texts between Sarma and her attorney, Jeffrey Lichtman from February 2017 to May 2018. So like the time when she was like facing all these legal troubles. Um, on May 2nd, her attorney texted her trigger warning. I loved being in you. Barf. Oh. And and oh. she she just honestly, I don't even want to go through it. Like I copied and pasted it. I'm like, this is disgusting. Forget it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, 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 they had this like sexting relationship. It was gross. They were intimate physically on, I think, one or two occasions at least. 
he had told her that he was separated from his wife and the wife is like, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> She's like, define separation to me in a court of fucking law, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the attorney told the post, like, this is a deeply personal matter. I'm going to try to deal with it privately, <laughs> yeah, blah, no blah, blah. Shit. Yeah. And he said, my personal feelings have never impacted my professional work or the results I've achieved. And attorneys are like, this is massively unethical. Yeah. Not yeah. to quite, sir. Not to quite. Yeah. Yeah. And then Anthony, I don't even remember how much prison time he got, but I think it was like a year. I, th I think he got a year and he didn't make bail. He was in prison for a year. So they were just like, time you're served. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he just got to go out by the time it was all done. I can't believe that. Yeah. It was so insane. So here we are at this dock. It's been out in the world. And so I'm going to some shit to say about it. I mean, this honestly fucking pisses me off because I'm like, you could not have gotten a more sympathetic edit. And she's uh, still pissed. The way that they were like, do you want to talk about that? She's like, not really. And they're like, yeah. Okay. And they're like, fine. yeah. They're like, oh, do you feel bad? And she's like, mm, also, I don't want to. Mm. And then they don't press her at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are things that are doubt, but if you if because it seems like she was like, this is what I wanted people to get out of the documentary. Make that claim so it's uneditable. You know what I mean? Like, just keep on saying what you want to be said. Mm. I'll be yeah. mention it all, and you're fine. Editors can do whatever they want. They, but, but if she was, if she was always like, this is what I like. If she said it always in the middle of something, it could be very tricky enough too. I could see that. I could see that. Like when you don't want them on when you're on reality TV, you don't want them to capture anything, so you just yell fuck like a million times. Yeah. Well they can they can censor. You have to go bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Yeah, no. Or actually a tidbit I learned from one of the real houses of Dallas, never watched, but I talked to one of them once. Or like they like for something and she was like, if you want something that they can't use, they play like they music? play like a music that's yes. like very expensive. So like they'll go to like ABBA, Fleetwood Back, Michael Jack, like someone yep. who like it would cost them so much money. And also because it's sound, it's impossible to edit out that they're like, Fuck, it's, can't yeah, you can't. That's what I learned in my audio boot camp is like, you can't cut a clip with music in the background. No, so don't so interview smart. anybody with yeah. music. So we have the tips. But we, anyway, we I, tips. Mean, I can't believe this bitch. <laughs> so she clarified on her blog. Uh, it's also like, baby, I know you were arrested. Like, I know you were around in 2004. We're blogging now. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're still blogging. Uh, she clarified that she was paid to do the documentary, which is uh, usually. That is very unorthodox. Unorthodox. Too. But she says that she insisted on payment because it went to restitution for her former employees and it never really touched her hands. It went from her lawyer to the victim's lawyer. Interesting. Because Anna Delby also got paid, <clears throat> compensated in a way for her the, life rights for yeah. amending Anna. But I think that was also a situation where because it wasn't I think it went towards her legal, legal bills or restitution or, or whatever so. it was. Yeah, I'm like, why are we paying these people? Uh, she's still hot off this blood presses. Uh, she posted that the doc got a lot wrong, namely the clip they played because this because it ended with a clip of Sarma and Anthony talking on the phone. Um, and it kind of like, kind of like hot. Very like, chummy, like, yeah. LOL. Like you're not going to scam me again. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Like, it seemed like they were reminiscing on like all the money that they grifted and it seemed as though they were talking after they had both like been out of prison. And it was mm -hmm. very like, haha, remember that crazy scam we read? Yeah, like, oh, well, we like, are silly as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, we're so random. But uh, she says that uh, this was not the time that the call happened because it made it seem like it was like how it ended, how they are right now. Uh, she wrote on her blog, the ending of Bad Vegan is disturbingly misleading. I am not in touch with Anthony and I made those recordings at a much earlier time deliberately for a specific reason, but she doesn't say when those recordings were made, what the specific reason was. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, also, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know if this will still be 
uh, available. Like they did a Postmates thing where you can order pure food and wine. Yeah. Uh, this uh, week. So, I mean, you missed it if you're listening. Unless but it's they not going it. to Sarma's pocket. It's from the former chef, Nikki King Bennett, who was in the dock yeah. and the former pastry so, chef, Missy. If you want to, um, it's free. It's oh, it's free. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Sure. I know it's free. Okay. I think it's just like a little publicity stunt. But hey, I mean, good for them. They need it. Yeah. So, uh, former. Yeah. So, um, good for them. And like, shout out because I hope they're doing this. You all get a tote bag, which again, I love merch. So, uh, oh, we might we'll have to that. order this. I'm going to download Postmates. You don't have Postmates? No, I just use like Seamless or Grubhub. Oh, I have every option to deliver things to my door. I love it. Oh my god. I mean, like, yeah. What did you think of the documentary? Well, here's and I, I don't, I haven't like dug enough. If people are kind of because like when it came down to like, and I'm comparing it a lot to the Tinder swindler, a because mm. it was like a relationship getting scammed. And well, also, you got to watch the Puppet Master because the oh, Puppet Master yes. is this exact example of like a cult of two coercive Ooh. control. Um, same thing with the black ops. So guys, I'm making a TikTok about this, but, um, Ooh. it's a very short TikTok because it's just, if someone tells you that they were in black ops, like, don't believe that. I love you like, like, guys. My TikTok is dropping. My TikTok is <laughs> three milliseconds long. <laughs> but uh, but no, for real. The tinless one that I know, like I felt, I just, I really did feel bad for those girls because I'm like, fuck, you just got, you got duped. And so yeah, I, I felt did bad feel because they really like, they're just Average oh, people who really fucked up yes. their financial situations. Although, again, I'm like, I personally would only give money that I have. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm not. I'm not putting my credit in jeopardy no. for anyone. But whatever. And the thing is, because Sarma, a, it pissed me off because she. I did feel bad. I do have um, sympathy and feel bad for her, but there's the things that I do am annoyed or mad at her about. Yeah, is that the money really fucked up all the employees? Totally. Because that really like that like she like messed up their pockets. Supporting right. them in her in her quest to like be immortal and like yeah. have unlimited riches, she really fucked a lot of innocent and like uh, yeah. not well off. I'm like you want over. Leon to live forever, but your waiter wants to pay rent. So exactly. there's a few things. One is a little more attainable than exactly. the other. Exactly. And the other, I don't know why. Like the video recordings really rubbed me weird. Mm. The one. I get it where it's like the almost I get more the like when she did like the thing where she's like, maybe I'll make a documentary about this. But when like, why, I'm like, why is there footage of them like in the Vegas hotel room and in Dollywood or like in Tennessee and all this stuff? I'm like, was she how long was her wheels turning about mm. this being something? Because then if you think it is documentary worthy, that means you are able to bird's eye view your situation. Yeah. Be like Something is not right here. And that's when you should go to your bank or authorities or, or stop, stop giving, giving money, money and get the fuck out. Yeah. And I know she did say that she was like, people said I could run. She felt like she couldn't and all this stuff, which like I understand. I and, like, totally a ton of get manipulation. That. But like if she was realizing and cause also she like realizing like, Oh, I'm not communicating anybody. I'm so siphoned off. Like if she had the phone to record, it was very, it's very, that's weird true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I, this guy was a total piece of shit. Like mm -hmm. I feel like he acted abusive towards her for sure. But there was a, like there just was a point where I mean it didn't seem like their relationship was good for for very long to justify like so many years of just like straight bad things. She's giving him all this money. She's never she got one indication early on that he could pay her back. Like he paid her back some of the first amount of money that he gave mm -hmm. her, but then never again. That, and she yeah. just kept giving it blindly, and I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. Especially because his whole like manipulation plan to me was very like half baked and stupid. Where I'm like, you didn't even he didn't he, I have to try that hard. Like he, there, he never brought convincing facts. It was yeah. mainly just like his like 
insane texting. And I feel like it was one of those, like she got in too deep and she didn't yeah. know. Yeah. That's crazy. And I do feel like, I, cause I wonder, cause it was only four episodes. And now after this ep- podcast, I wonder if they like have like an extra two. I can see that, but listen, we do not, don't do the Tiger King. We don't want bad vegan too. You know, Sarma's pitching it. She's like, guys. Yeah, absolutely. I will say though, like it was also interesting to me. They, they did not, they only contacted like one or they only showed one person who knew Anthony. Like they didn't attempt to like talk to any of his other family. And I wonder why that was, I would have kind of liked to see like more just about people who knew from people who knew yeah because the ex-wife had she really gave it all oh, but it would have been good to have just like a little more um stuff around it yeah she was great but yeah oh, gosh, i don't know man. this is crazy i yeah at the end they were like oh do you think that she was also scamming him and i'm like well i don't i don't really know what that was the, oh that vanity fair one where i'm like because like he basically was just like saying like anybody who marries who tries to marry rich is a scammer and i'm like i don't know if i really need to go down that path way of mm. thought because i'm like i don't know i'm like i think that she was sort of attempting to to like take advantage of the money that he'd offered yeah. her but like, yes and i because then but then i realized it's like if because it's also kind of circles back to what we said at the beginning like if she was with alec baldwin she would have just kept on taking his money but then it would have been like uh but like i don't know if it's ta- like she would have been, been like Maui. using his money using his you money. know what yeah. i mean like and also he would have been giving it in a way it's like okay well like i'm giving you this money to like do this restaurant because you want to do it. and also like right in my like head, a I'm restaurant like, that's a is part- an investment that's Gambling. a partnership and a marriage yeah, too where it's I like agree. yeah your money your money's to- be careful when you get married because your money's together then so that kind of goes into it where you're like yeah you know if you want if your partner wants to open up a rent or like wants to keep the restaurant alive and you have, if you are financially able to do it and you're a nice partner, you would help them. So, yeah, I think that's I, different than like, I'm going to give, like, I'm going to give you $10,000 invest in your restaurant versus like, I'm giving you $10,000 yeah. and you're going to piss it away at Foxwoods. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, gosh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she was, I'm not totally sold on her. I don't think that she's like as completely innocent no. as it's like they want to make it seem. I definitely, like, I don't know. I feel sympathy for her. Yeah, so. I feel sympathy. I just, I don't know if she, if enough, if she had a lot of remorse for her employees and everything like that. Yeah, she says it, but she didn't say it with like a ton of conviction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even though like all the stuff she's kind of, just, I don't know if she's still in like shock of everything or just kind of like. That's true. And then the stuff with her mom where she was just kind of like, yeah, I just kind of feel like it might be my fault. And I'm like, well, it is your fault. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like, it it's is. It's you, it's Anthony, and your mom. Like, the whole who, it's, that's it. Like, that. who else's fault would it be? Like, I, you oh, brought oh. this man into your life. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What a trip. What a trip. What a scam. But we want to know what you guys think about this documentary. I mean, I also love the idea that it was four episodes. Who, I mean, it's hard to say sides. Like, what did you, what was your energy with Sarma after it? Yeah. Everything like that. Let us know. We already have a thread going about it in Not Another True Crime group. So if you're not in there yet, what are you waiting for? As Ellie Golding says, and love me like you do, join it. <laughs> and also follow us on Instagram at Not Another True Crime. Yes. If you've been to Beer, Food, and Wine, um, yes. DM us. We had someone DM us like some tea about that that guy. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, what's the homeless guy's name? Anthony? Something. It was like something Italian sounding, but I have to ask permission if we could share, but it was good tea. But yeah, if you have any other insight about these people in this documentary, definitely DM us and not another true crime. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. And also you can follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. We can talk ha 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 and I can give you really good veggie racks in the city. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and follow me at Sarah Lameem and please rate, review and subscribe. Yes. And we'll be back next week. 
Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.